In my opinion, understanding one's innermost motivations and personal calling and is incredibly important in life because I believe that's where each individual's answers really lie. Welcome to Through the Tunnel, a Game Change Productions podcast that dives into sports and the life lessons that can be learned from them. The podcast is inspired by the book of the same name, written by Game Change co-founders Paul McDonald and yours truly, Jack Barrage. On the show today, Paul and I are joined by Fulbright psychology scholar, Dr. Alan Green. Dr. Green is currently a professor at the University of Southern California, where he also serves as the faculty rep for the athletic department. Dr. Green provided his perspective on helping athletes dive inward to discover who they are beyond the sport that they play. We hope you enjoy the show, and please check us out at GameChangeNation.com or on one of our social media pages. Alan, you work with a lot of student athletes at USC. Um, Do you find that they struggle with their personal identity beyond being an athlete? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's, I think that's one of the core um, challenges that they face is like trying to figure out how to be really, really good at something, but also not let it dominate their entire lives. Right. And how do you, how do you guys work with them to help them sort of navigate outside of that just singular identity? Well, and I think it's evolving over time. Like initially it's sort of like telling that, telling them, Hey, look, you, this isn't everything. You have to plan for your future in case something goes wrong, that kind of thing. But now I believe it's about trying to help student athletes think about themselves as young as possible beyond athletics. So really preparing for what they call day one, which is day one after your athletic uh, career is over. Uh, You start planning for that as or even early as middle school, high school, um, and, and think about it all the time is is sort of the the direction most folks are moving into. Okay, so Alan, so when I was playing an eternity ago, um, there's so much focus that goes into the sport and the belief that you you can you can win the game and perform and get there and get to the next chapter and so on and so on that I always felt like if you take the eye off that ball and think about okay, what am I doing when I retire and all, that might happen sooner than I want. So how do you balance so that's always been the fear right it's sort of like you know especially at a place like usc right where they're like you're trying to play at the highest level and you're just to be there or get there and stay there you're right to think about anything else is sort of like sabotaging your dreams right right but now i think there you think of it as a formula right and that formula is how are you able to do that when the moment calls for it but then also think about what else you need to be doing as a way to be successful in in your dreams is having a backup plan. So we sort of like sell it as a part of the success plan as opposed to a threat to success. Like we say, hey, here are folks who have come through here and they figured out how to um, have that balance in place um, and not like jeopardize what they really, really care about or everything that they've been working on for so long. Is part of it um, compartmentalizing? Because even all of us, I didn't play college sports or pro sports, but I have as an executive with a wife, kids, there's different aspects of your life that make up who you are. Do you also kind of work with them on, especially because they are student athletes, not just athletes, 
Well, so for me, you know, the role that I have, I get a chance to like work with people who do the direct work with with the student athletes, right? Mm-hmm. But even with my graduate students, even my own kids, like um, my my daughters, my twin daughters were athletes, right? And they walked away from the sport and struggled with it, and right. so trying to help them, yeah, put like everything in perspective and slowing things down and figuring out like how you would in a game or a competition, like how do you pay attention to your stride but not over-focus on it or how do you like, you know, think about that injury in terms of what you need to do but also not let it hamper what you're supposed to do. Yeah, we use those kinds of metaphors and just to help like figure out how to balance. Young people nowadays with social media, with all the different aspects, all the things that are coming at them, information, decisions, right. controversy, um, they come more and more prepared to like at least think about these things. Um, but then how do you, but then how do you help them um, like speak out and, and, and ask questions and show vulnerability? Like, you know, I am, I'm really worried about um, this internship because I'm missing practice. And what does that say? Does that say that, you know, you know, my dream sport is not as important as my career? How do I do it? Like to be able to talk about that and be able to figure out um, how to cope with it in a healthy way is, is really um, important. You know, it's interesting you mentioned social media and the thing about social media also is, I like to use the term living your best Instagram life. So do you also, with you see with a lot of the young student athletes or just athletes or young people in general, that idea of, and you use the word vulnerability, um, the last thing people want to show on their social media feed is vulnerability. They want to show themselves living the high life. Exactly. I was just in the um, cafeteria the other day and there were a couple of athletes sitting around uh, talking and one of them came in and started talking about some music that he developed. He plays the keyboard and he was telling the story. He's like, yeah, well, you know, I'm doing this. And, and I didn't hear the whole conversation, but it was sort of like, he hadn't picked up the, his music in a very long time. And he said something, because you all know me, I have a very subtle social media presence about my art. Right. right? So this is a football player like making a statement like that uh, because he has to navigate like, so not everyone's just like blasting everything out there. Right, right, right. Um, folks have different like ways of dealing with it and different sides of themselves, right? So yeah, it's a, I think young people are more and more sophisticated. It's challenging. Um, because it's just like one more thing to worry about, but I think they're, I find they're being more sophisticated about, you know, how to handle those pressures. So, so how, Alan, do you, in your dealings with the athletes, do you get them to really, we've talked about different sort of categories or roles that they might have in life, right? They might be a son or a daughter, they might be, um, a student, they might be an athlete, they might be, you know, they're gonna have a career at some point in time, but sure. uh, do you guys do anything that, uh, whether it's journaling or meditation or things of that nature, uh, where they can really- Reflect. Yeah, reflect on like, why am I here? What's really important to me? Things of that nature. Yeah, again, so, I get a chance to see a wonderful sports psych staff that we have and work with our student athletes. And then when we talk about uh, learning specialists and tutors and all the academic support that they have, there are always these opportunities to, to do things that are um, focusing on their well-being, right? Helping right. them right. as they sort of like frame as packaging into this like well-being um, idea. So whether it's, ref- um, whether it's like journaling whether it's using an assignment in class to kind of like 
talk about yourself or experience or reflect on what you're going through, what you've been, you know, what you're doing and what you're trying to accomplish. Um, more and more, those that that's becoming being real with themselves. Yeah, being real, being you authentic. Had, you had previously shared with us uh, uh, an exercise you went through with some of the student athletes where you talked about their yeah. values sure. and their what what they most valued. Yeah. Without giving away who the athletes are or whatever, what, what walk us through what that's like. Not only just in that particular session, maybe that you ran, but the idea of it. So, I mean, and this is the work that I do not only with athletes, but I've been doing. This, you know, I work in. I'm a counseling psychologist by training, so I work in. Um, I've worked in a number of settings: jails, prisons, juvenile facilities. Uh, group homes, schools, of course, universities and that such. And so this is activity I always like to do is where you give everyone three pieces of paper and get their real full commitment to say that you're going to play this game to the end. You're not going to fall, you know, drop out once you see how challenging it is. And everyone agrees. And so they write, I say, write down the three most important things in your life. And I give them examples. It could be family. It could be your talent. It could be something physical, you know, tangible, intangible, and you write it down and then we talk about it and then grab a hat and say, okay, everyone put, you're gonna take one of those three and you're gonna have to throw one in and when you throw it in, you're not gonna have that anymore. So you know? when you throw it in the hat, that means basically that, that value's gone. It, so yes. now you're down to your two values. Two values, right? right. And what I, then you go around and ask them like, okay, well, what did you keep and why? Mm. Um, and you learn some really powerful things. Yeah. And two things you learn, I, I try to generalize them on two things. One is, why people kept what they kept. And I always say, we always say like, tell us what you kept, don't tell us what you gave away, right? right? And tell us why you kept what you kept, right, right? Right, right? And so we split it up and then you get a chance to kind of hear what people are gonna say. And any group that you, you're with, it's always gonna be different. And I always try to do it with them or the facilitator, you know, like the teacher, like we all try to do it and we always learn something. I always learn something even about myself in doing this, Interesting, right? Interesting, yeah. But the other thing I think is really powerful about it is that they learn about each other. They're learning that everyone's different, right? Everyone has different priorities and, right. and, 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 and hopefully, and I said, well, you know, I encourage them to continue to talk to each other and continue to, um, explore both inwardly and outwardly. Interesting. Mm -hmm. From a sports perspective, you know, there's so much focus on the game and or the event and, and, and winning and performing and all of that, that it just kind of takes over um, your, your being. But doing these sorts of exercises allow people, it seems like, to rise above that, to see the bigger picture of what life is all about yeah. for them right so sports is supposedly a metaphor for life right but it's also life right yeah and so how to vacillate between the two how do you take like what's going on in the moment um in life and apply it to your sport or athletic career and vice versa and how then can you grow over time by understanding your trade or your whatever it is that you're focusing on but understanding what the big picture is right so when things like a pandemic comes along and you try to like say, oh wow, what is really important? Um, what I thought was important, but now I really learn more and more like how to kind of change the lens of my glasses to look like inward at times versus like far down the road and trying to, trying to figure that all out. You talked about the pandemic and, and all of that that went on. I mean, and I think it's contributed a great deal with the stresses on these student athletes. Um, mental health has become just this overwhelming thing now in, in, in sports in college and high school and everywhere. And kids are committing suicide. Um, 
and 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 why? Why what, what's going on? Well, I wouldn't say it's becoming an issue. I think it's it's an issue that's always been around. But even when I played and, and went through it, um, it's it was it was not something you talked about. It's not something you know you right. paid attention to. You certainly. And over over time, it's gotten better. But I think even just before the pandemic, I think a few last few years, um, the suicides, the the professional athletes and others who are coming out and talking about their struggles and making it clear that this is a part of what they're doing. I mean, this just very this afternoon, I'm doing a, a lecture, a guest lecture, and I'm talking about the way in which um, professional athletes, you know, famous athletes have use their platforms to not only help others, but also help themselves in terms of telling their story and, and normalizing the struggles that they go through. And um, it's a, I don't want to call it a fad, but it's more like it's, it's, it's okay to do that now. It's acceptable. Yeah. Which is great. It's, which it's, is very it's, good. It's yeah. wonderful. So do you think the work that you're doing with the athletes, that's part of what the positive outcome comes from it is this idea that when you start to understand who you are and what's important to you, when you do have those inevitable failures in life, they don't become as devastating. That's a, certainly a, a benefit of like self-exploration and reflection and that sort of thing. And I also feel like a lot of young people today, particularly with social media and all the attention with, that, that comes on them, they think they know who they are or they're always focusing on themselves, right? So sometimes it's about uh, figuring out who you are internally, like how who right. you are, like to yourself, or how you feel about the world, and how people see you, and understanding the differences between the two, and understanding how that fits in the context of a team or another objective that you're trying to accomplish, whether it's recovering from an injury or um, focusing on a major or a class that's really difficult. Like it's not always all about you, right? So, yeah understanding deeply who you are in multiple facets and understanding how to put that in the context of helping others. Like sometimes it's like, you know, you, you're so focused on yourself and someone else is in, in need and you're not even paying attention because you're so caught up in who am I. Well, understanding who you are in the context of the world around you is just as important. There was a story in Wimbledon this year that, um, that I saw of a tennis player uh, who is playing a match and in between a point one of the ball boys became ill um, and and wasn't feeling well and kind of faint fainted like symptoms and she ran to get a water bottle and some other like things uh, in her bag and ran jogged to this this kid and 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 started taking care of him and she was playing to your point she was playing in the match. Right. <clears throat> How cool is that? Of having that sort of perspective. It wasn't just about her. Bigger picture. That's uh, that's an evolved human being right there. It is. And from brain research, we know that the ability to dive deep into like playing in a, on the world stage of tennis, but then have the capacity to empathize or care and know what to do. Um, yeah, that's that's high level of brain functioning right there. Hey guys, thanks for listening to Through the Tunnel. If you like the show, please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review it. It'll really help others who love sports and the lessons they provide to find the show and together create Game Change Nation, a community that is dedicated to lifting each other up. Also, we'd love to hear your stories, so please visit GameChangeNation.com or any of our social media pages to give us your take on sports and life. And finally, check out our book. 
through the tunnel, which is now available on Amazon. Thanks again for listening and have an awesome day.